the models to the floor right now. All 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 the models to the floor right now. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another segment of the Sports Reality. I am Jeremy John, and I'm here with my co-host, Rike Akande. What's going on, world? And we do have a guest once again. Yannick Scared is in the building. What's good, everybody? Definitely a familiar face. What's going on, Yannick? How was your week? Uh, my week's going good. Can't complain. Getting ready for Labor Day. Get a couple days off. Are you going to New York? What's going on for Labor Day? You're West Indian. Don't you got a parade or something? <laughs> In New York? Yes, there is. There is a multicultural parade. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what they're calling it now. Multicultural. In, in yeah. Brooklyn. Um, but just because I'm West Indian doesn't mean it's not like it's like a pilgrimage. I'm, I apologize. It's not like it's Mecca so or something. Are you attending like that? that? Um, I'm, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's means he's going. <laughs> now, like I heard there was like a dress code, least amount of clothes as possible or something. Is that true or no? Or do you guys just For the that? women. For the women, the, yes. The men? Mm-hmm. I've seen them in thongs, I, like, with I'm, like these little like. You're, you're, right, wear, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. We skirt wear um, clothing that that matches the culture that 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 shows the spirit of who we are as as a people, the uh, Caribbean and Latin America area of the world. Right. So right. whatever. Rike, you sound like you that was that, that sounded matches. rehearsed. That sounded rehearsed. Rike That's is not, just throwing shots at this us. This is this is on the website. This is when you go to West Indian Wikipedia, whatever. That's that's what they talk about. <laughs> All right. Well. well <laughs> yeah. Let us know how that goes. If you can get some footage, we'll like to, we'd like to show it some like. Yes, on the Rike, show I'm next still week. Wait, I'm still waiting for my invite to go to Nigeria, Rike. I've been asking you to the go. Mother, you're not ready the for motherland. the motherland. See, I'm from the halfway motherland. motherland. I'm trying to go all the way to the motherland. <laughs> you're, not, you're not ready for the motherland. If I thought you were ready, I would invite you, but you're not ready. That's why I'm going up to New York to get practice for when I do. That's go not practice for where I'll be taking you. That is not. I don't know what you think you'll be doing right. in Nigeria. Sure. <laughs> what's going on? How's your week? It's going good so far. School and work. That's about it. Nice. Right. Right. Slightly depressed, but eh. are you depressed because Demarco Murray keeps fumbling in preseason? Or? Uh, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that <laughs> in this show. Can, the show. can we start? The <laughs> I mean, topic? football we are, is next we are three week. minutes in, and the disrespect is already. <laughs> but it's not just. I he mean, struggles with holding I, to the ball. Hey, trust oh, me, I picked him up in fantasy football, I, I, so I, I need too. for him to get it together. I did too, unfortunately. No, well, you know, <laughs> I, I, I picked choice. him up the next. The next day, I say, "Oh, Demarco Murray benched in the second quarter." So, yeah. So as you can see, Yannick has already started to disrespect in no, the disres- NFL. No so there's lots to talk about, not only in the NFL, but other avenue, other sports in yep. the sports world. Uh, we also have uh, a an an- highly anticipated topic of the week. Yes, We've yes. We've been pushing it's for, that, uh, for, for very, a long very time. time. Very timely with the news that came down to this. Yes, very timely. Exactly. That's why I like this time slot. 
Yes. Wednesday night. There's lots of things <laughs> that break to, in the middle of the week. Exactly. Get time to soak it, absorb it, and it was a great idea from about Jeremy. To spit it out. <laughs> Not me. From the CEO. Remember, oh. remember my Who's idea? in the building. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Jeremy. Uh, remember my idea was, oh, yeah, we could do Sundays. Remember that? Right. That was both of our ideas. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, chill. We Sunday. The weekend. Yeah, you know. Jeremy said, nah, you could do Wednesday. Right. And I said, You catch okay. like half. <laughs> you catch like the sports for that week, basically. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, uh, we're definitely going to talk about, um, it's a very timely issue, uh, NCAA Athletes in revenue-generating sports, or actually all sports. Let's just really talk about that because that is a, another issue. NCAA athletes, should they get paid to play? That is definitely our topic of the week. We have two individual players who did play Division One basketball and football, uh, Wesley Dunning and Rashawn. Uh, Gaskin, Dang, respectfully. Now people don't gotta watch anymore. They know who's about to be on the show. Uh, we've been tweeting to who's gonna names. be on it. Yeah, we've been tweeting. So yeah, so we're definitely gonna talk about that. Uh, and also news in the NFL. We're gonna show our very entertaining segment, sports memes, and we have some sports bloopers. Nice. So, yes, and there's some funny ones. So let's just jump right in. Talk about the NFL. Um, let's just recap. And I am so not prepared right now. <laughs> let's just recap uh, the third it's it's week. Uh, it's just preseason. <laughs> let's Apparently recap. it's not for Rex. Um, it's more than just preseason. And we will definitely get to that. <laughs> Apparently it's not just preseason. <laughs> but uh, week three in the NFL, let's just recap the scores of the game. Last Thursday there were two games. Uh, the Detroit Lions demolished the New England Patriots. Yeah, that was a shocker. 40 to 9. That was a shocker. Yes, it was. Especially the final, pretty much the tune up game, because nobody really plays the fourth preseason game, and for Tom Brady and that offense to put up a stinker. And for Detroit to look that crisp, yeah. like, man, they were. They were very good, especially Reggie Bush looked very good. Oh, yeah. I mean, he got caught from behind, though. He said he was upset yeah, by he, that. He did. He did. Um, but yeah, so um, that is the. Um, there was another game. On third last Thursday, it was the Monday night special on Thursday um, <laughs> on ESPN. Panthers 34-27. It wasn't as close as the score shows. Uh, the Panthers were up by 20 points into the fourth quarter when the uh, backups came in. Yeah. And the game got very interested, interesting with um, Tyrod Taylor when he got in. And he did get injured, uh, supposed um, concussion. But uh, he looks like he'll be fine. There was um, last Friday the uh, Seahawks defeated the Green Bay Packers seventeen to ten. Hey, shout out to my man Vince Young for winning that backup job. True, he was one foot out of the league, and he we got definitely spoke chance. about that and, yeah. and um, in one of our first couple shows. Um, who was more likely to to um, to be on an NFL roster, and it's crazy. We it was said Vince Young and who? No, no. The, the 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 discussion was Jamarcus Russell and Tim oh, Tebow, yeah, 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 yeah. and we both said Jamarcus Russell might actually get a shot yes, because yeah. Tim that. Tebow is so bad. And then we said Vince Young's is dead. Tim and look, Tebow. look who's actually Vy. Vy is got I, the. Backup. I don't know if it's like you shot him out because he made it, or wow, there's not a lot of good backup quarterbacks out in the league these days if he could I mean uh, I'm proud that he made it cuz it just was looking rough for him it just yeah. wasn't he just wasn't he couldn't catch a break so I mean he probably won't play cuz Aaron Rodgers never gets hurt but still <laughs> exactly. to be the backup that's that's pretty impressive <laughs> there was uh, another game last Friday the Bears visited Oakland and defeated the Raiders 34-26 last Saturday 
I know y'all were very happy. Redskins defeated the Bills 30-7. to Not only was the score 30-7, to the Bills only gained 150 total yards all game. Or around there. Um, all I, game. I mean, as much as I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna hype up the skins. I'm gonna play it cool because I've been burned before. I'm the so bills, children. the bills are not a good team. I'm so children in preseason, especially in preseason. I'm just, I'm chilling. Oh, oh well, I'm chilling on the outside, but inside, I'm, I'm thinking. I know we have the NFL preview next week, so I'll save. Uh, I'll listen to y'all and save my thoughts for that. But I'm feeling really good about the Redskins. Let me say that. But the Bills are not a good team, and they're trying to do this whole high octane whatever. I think you need a quarterback that's good to run that, and they're playing a guy named Jeff Toole. They're actually going to start him. Yes, week one. Uh, Kevin Cobb went down with a concussion. Yeah, in the second in, in, in the in the Skins game. Oh, it was the Skins game. It was the Skins hurt. game. Okay, it, it was oh. like it was like a random play. And he got hurt. Jeff Toole could not complete a five yard out. No, I was watching that game. There were simple passes he couldn't complete, and our, and we have no secondary, so. The Bills, I don't know. I hope EJ Manuel comes back quick for their sake. Yes, he not definitely good. needs to. Another game that featured an injury: uh, oh, the yeah. Jets <laughs> versus the Giants. Uh, Jets won in overtime, twenty-four to twenty-one. Geno Smith did not look very good at all. He had nope. three interceptions, four total turnovers. The, the, we will show comical. you. We will show you what his fourth <laughs> turnover was later <laughs> in the show. And then Mark Sanchez was thrown into the game, and I say thrown because usually starters are, yeah. and he's still the starter for the Jets, do not play in the fourth quarter of the third preseason game or do not go in after they were benched. But he was thrown into the game and got hurt. It was a shoulder injury. They did not uh, expand on what the injury was. They just said shoulder injury day to day. And the explanation that Rex Ryan gives, I was just wanting to win the game. Uh, Rex Ryan. I don't like that explanation at all. Come on. I, I don't like that explanation. I mean, I would say dead man walking. I don't think that fits him. I'll say he's more like a beached whale right now, <laughs> whereas he's he's probably going to be out of a job at the end of the year. That Jets That's team safe. is going nowhere. And he's, People he's, thought he was going to be out of a job this Yeah, exactly. Year. And for him to do that, I mean, come on, man. That's First of all, Geno shouldn't be starting second uh, 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 at the beginning of the uh, regular season. And for him to put in Mark Sanchez at that uh, point in the game in, in a preseason game, that I don't know what's going on with them. They have no leadership right now, top top to bottom. I think uh, Rex Ryan would only keep his job if and if Mark Sanchez starts this year, he plays bad. You then put Geno Smith to play, and near the end of the year, they start they, they winning win the, games. The, those three, that, that three is, of the last four. Yeah, that is the only re, the <laughs> only way everybody. Rex Ryan uh, keeps his job for next year. Um, if that doesn't happen exactly like how I said it, he's going to be fired. Yeah, well, that sucks. Unless, unless we're all idiots and they end up winning 10, 11 games. Who knows? I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last Saturday night, there were uh, some other games. Uh, the Colts demolished the... Cleveland Browns, 27-6. to Andrew Luck looked pretty good in that game. Also, there was a very close game, the Buccaneers and the Dolphins. Buccaneers came out victorious by one, 16-17. The Chiefs went into Steel City and stole a game, 26-20. The Eagles went down to Jacksonville and won a game. Um, it's like, I, I say won a game, like, 
they don't really win. But nah. but but the, it was a good game. I saw pieces of it, and uh, Michael Vick did look very good. He's um, looked really good this preseason. He looked confident. Yeah, and not only him, other players on the team. Uh, Tennessee Titans defeated the Falcons twenty-seven to sixteen. The Broncos defeated the Rams twenty-seven to twenty-six. A game that I was interested in. The Cowboys, yeah, over the Bengals, twenty-four to eighteen. Yeah, um, my comments. Uh, Tony Romo did look very good, fifteen for eighteen, two touchdowns. Um, a player that did not look very well. You mentioned earlier, Demarco Murray, uh, with numerous fumbles in the game, and he did come back with a touchdown when he was put back into the game, but still did not look uh, really uh, comfortable. Uh, and our running game was not that good either uh so that is something that the cowboys and yes i'm a cowboys fan it is known by those who watch uh regularly uh but the running game definitely has to step up for the cowboys to have any success um i do like the change the offensive coordinator is going to be calling the plays this season which <laughs> didn't happen last year for some reason uh but um no, I Jason feel like that Garrett. only happens in You're Dallas. Excited about that? No, Jason oh, Garrett. Love. You know my rants from last <laughs> yeah. from from from, uh, from last uh, hey, last man. year. Hey, man, um, I am so frightened of Des Bryant. That guy. I'm frightened it, too because I'm he's frightened not on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> but like he looks Especially unstoppable if he gets, right now. If they now. get in sync, him and Romo, if they get they're in sync. looking in sync. I mean, they look good together. I mean, I especially feel, at the end of last year, we saw how they were doing. I feel like. The Thanksgiving game last year when Des Bryant was being punked by D'Angelo Hall was the game where he realized, okay, I really need to play. I just can't walk onto the field and be better than everyone. That game, D'Angelo Hall had him on lock. Well, too bad uh, D'Angelo Hall had him on lock again. Yeah, he did. In week 17. Week 17, he did. He did. But um, it I is think Romo year. had a lot of us on lock. Well, actually, maybe, yeah, maybe it's more <laughs> Romo. <laughs> Yeah, whatever's going on with him. So, yes, uh, there was another game. Chargers 24-7 over the Cardinals. Sunday, there were two games. The Saints and the Texans. Texans, I'm sorry, the Saints won 31-23. And the last game of the week for dress rehearsal week, like they call it, uh, 49ers won 34-14. There was some controversy in that game. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Williams was um, injured. By a low, below the below the belt, below the knee, not yeah. even belt, below the knee block. Uh, looks like he has a, a MCL sprain. Is yeah, that what it's it a is? hyper-extended knee. Oh, hyper-extended so, knee. Okay. So he might miss the first week. First week, and it's going to nag him for a yeah, while. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the Vikings aren't very happy with um, the no call and the no fine for that play. There was a play the previous week. Uh, Dustin Keller was... Injured, yeah, out for the, year, for the year, tore his MCL, ACL, PCL, and dislocated his kneecap. Well, that usually happens when you when you tear all of those. The right. kneecap does come out. But, yes, he did all of that on a tackle from uh, safety DJ Swearingen. Swearinger, I think. Swearinger or Swearingen. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's... And crazy thing, he's black. With that name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> I'll say this. Um, for these defensive guys, and we have a, um, a defensive back that's going to join us later. Um, I don't know what the rules are for them. I'm sure they don't even know what the rules are. They're playing. I don't know the rules, and I'm watching. I mean, there's guys that you can't hit it. You get there's guys getting hit up, but they're not hitting like the head. They're hitting like the chest. They're getting called for for um, unsportsmanlike conduct. Then you go low. 
Sometimes you get called, sometimes you don't. I bet you the or, rest or you injure rule. someone. Yeah, so, if you and, don't get called for it. Yeah, know. and you heard Ryan Clark today said that he's never been more disgusted with the league. The league really has to, someone needs to sit down. They need to get Ryan Clark. They need to get like Brian Dawkins. They need to get just everybody that's played that's actually out there every week and say, okay, this is what we can do to make the uh, league safe and clean and make it a gentleman's sport so everybody can play and nobody can be too seriously hurt because it's 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 almost a wild west out there. Yeah, uh, have you seen most of the big injuries are leg related this yeah. preseason? And and I guess the thinking is like most people would rather get a head injury actually because it's more like I could come back from that in like a week. That or is two. the football tally, football yeah. player mentality. If I tear my knee up, I'm you know, done. concussions are. Or oh, I'll be all right next week. Right. Or two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll put me back in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in Colt McCoy's case right. a couple seasons ago, he was thrown into a game. Come out from the test and was ready to go back in the game. And their excuse was, oh, we got the ball back, so we put him back in. Well, if you're RG3, <laughs> you tear up uh, your knees and you come right back in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. My man. <laughs> Talking about RG3, that great segue, Yannick RG3 was medically cleared to play uh, in a game now. Uh, um, now is. Redskins fans here, do you think he should at least play one series tomorrow? Or do you think he should wait for the regular season? You said one series? One series tomorrow. Tomorrow. They're in, they're in, they're in Tampa tomorrow for the final preseason game. One series. I, just, I find it hard to believe that. I mean, even if he was to play one series, I find it hard to believe for them to make that decision. Oh, you're going to play one series and that's it. I, I find that, I feel like they'd play him for like a half or even like a something, but I don't want to see him play. I don't, I'm not too, I'm not too pressed to see him play. Remember now, this is also another uh, situation. You're playing the Eagles, a division team. They may not be um, predicted to do very well this season, but is is a division game. Does that change your your idea of him not playing in the preseason? No. Okay. Cause that, go ahead, Yannick. Um, not only do I not want him to play tomorrow, I really have been in the mindset that he shouldn't play until week six. I've been all in on week six. Right. I said week three. <laughs> I said week three. Because why, there's no need to rush him back. I, I'm a Kirk Cousins guy, even though I think he's going to be the next Matt Schaub, really. Um, but I think Kirk Cousins could at least get us to three and one, two and two, which is not bad for us to start the year. There's no need to rush. RG three, I love the I love the guy. I love the mentality. He I love the to play. spirit. I love it. But I, but, I you know, <laughs> you aren't I Superman, the, right? I love your spirit. <laughs> I love that you you want to you want the you want the ball. You want to be there. You know, yeah, when, yeah. when the game's on the line. But at the same time, we want you there in the long haul, like everyone says. And I mean. And it's not like you're going to a Rex Grossman. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, Kirk I, Cousins is. I mean, Kirk Cousins, you know, uh, most would agree is just a little bit better than <laughs> Rex Grossman. So, and like you said, I really think I'm confident that he could bring us to a, a good, a good start this season. So, I, I said, I said week three. That's when yeah. I said um, I would like to see him sit out at least the first three weeks or come back in week three. Maybe they're rushing RG3 back because Kirk Cousins it may not be ready for the Philly game. Maybe that's what I, – I don't understand what's – I mean, there's no need to rush. I mean, I, I really think it's just tight. Shanahan getting the pressure from him saying that he's ready and him just – But someone needs to – someone needs to calm him down. Someone just needs to talk to him and be like, 
Yo, kid, Shan hands the coach. If he says you shouldn't practice, if you shouldn't play. I don't, I don't think he's and I don't think he's challenging that. I think he's just eager. He's letting him know you. I don't think he's saying like, "Oh, I think you're wrong" type thing. I think it's not. I don't think it's as combative as like you know the headlines yeah, yeah. would like it to yeah, be, yeah. just to make a story. But I do think he's you know pressing him out and saying, you know, look at me, look at these, you know, look at this, you know, how well I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, that's how I feel about it. So yes, yeah, so those are just a few of the things happening in the NFL. Uh, there is another sport going on in America. Oh, there is? <laughs> oh, there is? <laughs> Major League Bowling? Baseball. NASCAR. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the U.S. Open tennis. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you saw your girl, Victoria Duval, the yes. 17-year-old? Yeah, I did. Well. We left the house, actually, to um, Serena Williams. Uh, I mean, Venus Williams, sorry. Closing out in the second set. Oh, um, cool. to Good job. Even end up that 1-1. Right. So they I don't said, even know what happened with that. They but. said Venus Williams pulls off the upset. I'm like... What? I've, you haven't heard that since like she first right, started. Right. People, were, people were like, what? She still plays tennis? <laughs> so <laughs> in the in Major League Baseball, uh, Matt Harvey, a young pitcher for the New York Mets, uh, it looked like he, he has partially torn his UCL in his right elbow, which is his pitching elbow, uh, his elbow on his pitching arm. Um, he is likely to get Tommy John surgery. That now sucks. the... Um, Mets are saying, yeah, well, he may not need Tommy John. Um, and the doctors are saying, yes, he should get it. Uh, what do you think he should do? And real quick, what do you think he should do? Um, I think he should get the um, surgery um, and just prevent this from coming back ever again. Well, not 100%. I mean, look at Strasburg, Jordan Zimmerman from, from the Nationals, a lot of other guys. Two of them. They get the surgery, they come right back. And they're good as new, so get that surgery, man. You're you're too good to go down again. So what do you think, Regan? I say get the surgery. I mean, baseball is such a long season. I mean, <laughs> get a, just get the surgery. Yes, and, yeah. and and he's young. He's, he's just right. first year. Right. And the Mets are going to be terrible next year. What are you rushing back? So, you, yeah. He's all in for opening day next year. I'm like, why? The Mets are so going hard anywhere. for I guess for young players to look. Including RG three to look at the big picture. Yeah. The big picture is because you've worked be, so hard to get there, and right. now you're there. You don't for a want little any holdbacks. You don't yet. want any um, setbacks, and especially when you're doing well, you don't want to. Right. You just don't want to take your foot off the gas. All right, let's just show some top plays in Major League Baseball, and we have not spoken to this gentleman all show. Eric, how's everything We're rude. with you? More rude. The man behind Doing good. How about you guys? Doing Uh, great. Doing great. great. Let me give you a quick story of what uh, happened last week. Uh, You called me last week. And um, you thought you were a bill collector. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I saw the area code. Sally May. And I said, um, I don't know who this is. (laughs) And so I just didn't answer. Did not get a message. That is a Tucson, Arizona area code. Yes. Tucson. Whoa. (laughs) 520. That's where I'm from. And the thing is, I had a cousin who lived in Tucson, but I was like, they're not there anymore. So why would they be calling me from this number? Mm -hmm. Um, Rike then tells me maybe maybe an hour later, you know, how unfortunately we didn't have a show last week. Mm -hmm. And um, later we're talking. She said, yeah, you know. How come Eric didn't call you? Call you? I was like, well, maybe he just left a message on your number. I mean, your phone, and that was it. Then she mentioned about the area code, and I said, oh yeah, Eric did call me then. <laughs> I just didn't answer. <laughs> so yeah, so everything going good with you? Yeah, man, pretty good, pretty good. All right, if you could just queue up those um, major league baseball plays, well, we have three fabulous plays for you to look at within the past week and a half. Uh, there's a lot of Good games going on in Major League Baseball. The, Of course, the Nationals are on a somewhat hot streak. Somewhat hot streak. The Dodgers are still steaming. 
there's a close race in the AL and NL wildcard race. So there's a lot going on right now. Um, and the um, the Nationals could definitely, if things work out well, they can definitely I th- I push I was, for, for I the wildcard. I think I was card. hearing if they go 24-7, and seven, then the I think it's the Reds who are in – front of them in the wild card they would if they go 15 and 14 we would catch up to them that says a lot that we have to win 24 games which we haven't proved yeah, that we could not, do in yeah. a month so <laughs> but um maybe they, fools last year maybe they're, like, they're up one nothing right now um against the marlins yeah, but so um, the and, marlins. and they play pretty much marlins mets phillies the rest of the way but still a tall order yes especially yes. for our offense so our top player in Ma- oh, one of our top players in the major league baseball right here the fielder Johnny Gomes. Gomes had an infield single in the fourth. Rips this one to left. Kevin Pilar, what a play! He never hesitated and takes a hit away from Johnny Gomes. How about that for your first try? Yes, that was his in first league. That's the major league uh, debut tonight. And you're Got right, a very good catch. Does hesitated. he look like me? Jay, that, I was about to say that looks like you out in left field, Jeremy. Yeah, you know, you know. Got two of my teammates here. They know what I've done. Every <laughs> I know my resume. And boy, that's uh. a tough play. That line drive right at you. He read it quickly yeah, off the bat um, and never hesitates. When I debuted my outfield, I think a line drive got over my head. I won't <laughs> well, talk, I won't talk about that. <laughs> this is our second play. And he is. It's a good bunt. Oh, yeah, that play's awesome. Huff turned it into an out. Looked like it was a base hit, but a backhanded flip for the first Fancy. out. Yeah, I usually don't like no the Yankees. I don't give them credit, but this is pretty good. Yeah. Fancy. particular sack bunt. Overbase charging. Cano's responsibility is to cover first, and it's That's nowhere, tough. nowhere man land. That's tough. That's the only way it gets done. An incredible play with the glove. That's tough. Degree of difficulty off the charts. These baseball players look like they're running in slow motion. Perfect flip, time. too. <laughs> it is 90 feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what I would say is the top play of the week. Pose may go in motion here and take a pitch from Altuve. Fly ball, center field. Barnes backing. Barnes checking the wall. Barnes leaping at the wall. Brandon Barnes made the catch, robbing Adam Dunn. See, that's what I'm trying to do. Fabulous catch by that center fielder. That's the type of outfield you're trying to be. That's crazy. It's crazy that I have two things working against me. Which are? I I don't have ups. There's no wall like that in our league, and I wouldn't have ups. We don't need a wall like that in our league. (laughs) You're going going into or over a fence? (laughs) Oh, man. So those are our top plays in Major League Baseball. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will definitely have our guest, Wesley Dunning and Rashawn Gaskin. Uh, While you were during our break, please take a listen to uh, one of our favorite songs right now. (laughs) <laughs> One of our the controversial songs. Yeah, right Miley now. Cyrus. Oh no no no. Oh. We're not. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do that. Here. It's I not th- that kind of show. I told. I said the kind of party. My jaw would drop if you two started <laughs> playing Miley Cyrus. Not that kind of. Miley Cyrus might be their Labor Day though. I heard. She, 
Will, will she be? She might be. She might be doing she, she'll that. She'll be twerking. <laughs> she'll be twerking. <laughs> she'll be uh, whining. You know what? Whining. I found something. That, yeah, she'll be whining. Okay, if she she'll whines, be whining. Go. If she twerks, then I have yeah, something. Yeah, no twerking. Oh, but if she sorry. whines. Somewhere in America. <laughs> Party in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> West Coast. You can check my name on the books. I earth when the five, the first, the rain on the hook. The legend is dark, the flowers proclaim from the roof. <laughs> Welcome back to the sports reality, and we have some more guests in the building. To my left, Wesley Dunning. Oh, Wes, you got it. I just realized. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even looking at the screen. <laughs> Wes is Wesley Dunning, recent graduate from. Hampton, Hampton University. University. Is that the real HU or, or is that oh, are we too, are we too let's, close? Are we too let's close? remember where we are, y'all. People can hear us outside. I told you. We're about to go. Is a real HU. We're about to go outside. There's about to be a whole bunch of like <laughs> It is school has started already, y'all. Shout, shout out to the bison. Much love to the bison. Yeah, I got love for uh, Howard University, but you know it is what it is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um and um Rashawn Gaskin. Played at uh, University of Duquesne, right? Duquesne University, All the best right. school in Pittsburgh, right, Yannick? People don't even know that. <laughs> First of all, for it to even be called the best, I think the best school is uh, CCAC. Actually, nah, University of Pittsburgh's the best school. <laughs> yeah. All right, West, tell us a little bit about yourself. What position you played? How many years you played? Tell us a little bit about your seasons, your experience uh, at Hampton playing NCAA D1 basketball. I just finished at Hampton University, graduated in May. Uh, I played three seasons there. My first year, we uh, we won the MEAC championship. And okay. Got nice. I remember. I remember. Yeah, but we played Duke University, and uh, it was a great experience. Did you beat Howard that year? I have never lost to Howard University. Georgia Avenue, the cars just stopped. Like, all the cars just stopped. <laughs> There's an accident. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, I love playing there. They always had a great atmosphere. Right. And uh, we always won, so that was always great. <laughs> um, yeah. The Division One experience was definitely great overall. You know, there's no way to duplicate it. Wish I can go back. And uh, it's just a lot, a lot of great memories, a lot of great experiences. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And you're getting ready to go overseas eventually, right? That's the next move. Right now, that didn't materialize as well as I would have liked this this summer. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, I'm getting into uh, some training, training okay. aspects as well, while also working on my own game. So maybe if an opportunity comes up Good stuff. later on this fall in the winter time or next spring, I'll be prepared. So I'm preparing myself, preparing others, and just you know building the business and building for my future. Good stuff. Good stuff. And Rashawn, tell us about yourself and your um, football career. Oh, well, um, after graduating from uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, the Yo, best school in Pete County, <laughs> went to uh, Duquesne University, played there, um, graduated in 2008. That experience was uh, it was great. You know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, a lot of the people who came from uh, this area, uh, especially Eleanor Roosevelt, you know, had, we had a pipeline to Duquesne, so it was kind of like a second home. You know, the city wasn't, I would say, the best. It was an interesting city in Pittsburgh. We've heard. School. Very, very yeah. interesting. <laughs> the school itself and the football experience itself was great. I came there as a, uh, started as a, I mean, uh, recruited as a linebacker, and uh, just wasn't cutting as far as the weight. So um, they moved me to cornerback, and I just kind of found a home. And uh, it was really great. So now uh, I've been coaching at Gallaudet for about, this is my second year, my second year coaching there. So uh, 
I love it. It's a definitely a learning experience. Right from definitely. that transition from playing to coaching, right? It is. It is. Um, I started when I was coaching at uh, Northwestern High, and um, you know, coaching on the high school level, you gotta get the real fundamentals. Right. But going uh, from there to the collegiate level, at a place as unique as Guy Udet, where you know I had to learn a new language, mm-hmm. and. Uh, but I loved it, you know, I loved it, you know, getting to know the kids, you know, just immersing myself in that whole, the deaf culture, you know, and then just having guys who really can play some football. We had our best season last year, went seven and three, which is the best uh, NCAA record in the school history. So wow. we had, I mean, I had a great time. I loved doing it. That's very good. That's very good. Now, Rashawn, uh, real quick, what is your, uh, the best game you've ever had in your football career? Uh, it was a flag football game, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... <laughs> It was an intramural team at school, <laughs> and we were actually getting punished. You know, we uh, Yannick would actually play on this team as well, so we were down about three or four touchdowns. Now it was only like twenty minute games overall, so <laughs> you'd be down three or four touchdowns. Yeah, we were just pretty, pretty terrible. Yeah. But uh, it was a fade route, you know, completely open. I was playing safety, and this guy—I mean, we were already losing, so why not? I just laid him out. And, <laughs> and this is not a flag league. This is like a one-hand touch league. <laughs> So, you know, I felt really good about that. Um, <laughs> I still do. So if that guy's out here listening, you know, I'm, I'm not sorry. <laughs> and Wes, best game that you what, – what do you think is your best game you've ever had in your entire basketball career? Individually, I would have to say it was uh, my junior year at Hampton. I finished with a double-double, 19 points, 13 boards. Nice. Uh, Remember who you played against? It was Delaware State. Delaware State. Yeah. Oh, mm. my man went to Delaware State. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it sounds right. <laughs> that's why I say individual. I mean, they they won the game, but personally, it was my best individual game. Okay. My best, my best moment career-wise ever, probably winning the uh, WCSC championship with Gonzaga. My senior oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. You got to yeah, say that part. Also, you, you just you that part you, out. Did you tell everybody you went to Gonzaga? No, we didn't. Oh, yeah. That I remember at the Verizon Center, y'all played against um, the Theodore Roosevelt. Yes, City Side, all right. So that wasn't like that game was in hand, but the WCC yeah. Championship was what really put out a stamp. Who did you play? Who did you play against that game? In that Mathis. game? Yeah. No, that was O'Connell. The O'Connell. Okay, yes. O'Connell. He says that with a smirk on his face. Yeah, the math ain't making so yeah, so um, now that we know more about you, uh, that will let the audience know um, where you're coming from when you give us your answer for the next question. Topic of the week, and which is our topic of the week: Should NCAA athletes uh, be paid to play? Um, and we're talking about paid like every, like every aspect, like um, in, off of like endorsements and all that type of stuff. Yeah, should they get money for endorsements? Should they also get paid? To play similar to a professional athlete on, like free on top of their free scholarship. Okay. Um, I guess I'll answer first. Man, this it's a complex question and a complex answer. I think overall the answer should be yes. There should be some kind of monetary paid salary for athletes beyond a scholarship for you know the education and the room and board. How they how they should do it, I'm not entirely sure yet, but there should be some kind of payment, I believe, like some kind of salary. People um, people argue about, you know, how you would distribute it. Um, should they get paid by the institution? Should they get paid by the NCAA? Should it be the revenue sports only? Mm-hmm. You know, how, how would you differentiate the payments? And uh, I think, you know, the NCAA overall is it's a business. 
And like they, uh, like they said in the sound clip in the Wale song, you know, it's a great business plan. It's a billion-dollar business, a billion-dollar company. You don't have to pay the main employees. So, mm. you know, I, I feel like, especially with football and basketball, you know, those are big-time revenue sports. Those players should be getting paid maybe a little more than the other athletes because it's like in any business, you know, LeBron, he's going to make more money than uh, the last guy on the Wizards bench. So I guess when That's it comes true. to the athletes, different players, different sports, you're going to get different salaries. But I feel like I guess everybody should get some kind of some kind of monetary payment. And then I guess you have to differentiate, uh, you know, defer again when it comes to uh, scholarship athletes and then walk-ons as well. You know, it's just, it's just going to have to be levels. You know, I don't mean to sound cliche, but it's going to be levels too, you know. Yeah. What about you, Rashawn? What, what do you think about that? Well, um, you know, I'll take it to the fact that when you see a, a college athlete, you'll take football, for example, when they get their scholarships, it's not really a four-year scholarship. It's really four one-year scholarships mm -hmm. with options. So you can be a five-star player who, you know, has, you know, time in your life the first year, but if they see somebody that's better, they'll be like, thank you, and lose your scholarship just like that. And um, it's cutthroat. It's cutthroat. So, I mean, at the very least, you know, you got these guys out there killing themselves. You got them changing their classes and their majors around just for football. I know in some in some college programs, you know, you can't take the major you want because it's going to interfere with your football schedule. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to do that, you might as well pay the players in that sense. So, um, you know, it's kind of complicated, too, just being a coach as well. You know, I know that in some in certain, you know, the high levels like D1, you know, they're – I don't want to say it's the wild, wild west, but the good players are going to get compensated one way or another. Wow. And uh, I think that in a way to kind of monitor that and actually to make it fair, you know, we're like those big teams are bringing money into the school and, you know, you should compensate them somehow. I think there there's going to be some sort of uh, issues as far as how they're going to be paid and who gets paid, you know, just like you were saying, but it needs to be done. It really needs to be done because it's, it's unfair. At the end of the day, it's unfair. Okay, so what what would you guys say is your main reason why you think you should get paid? Are you saying because of the, the hard labor you go through at playing at such a competitive level? Or are you saying for the fact that it's you bringing the money in, basically? what What's the main reason you think you should get some type of monetary? Uh, you know, I, I hear people like non-student athletes talk about how, how pampered the players are. But when you think about it, if someone's actually bringing in, helping to bring in over $145 million of revenue, then why shouldn't I get paid? You know, like right. people talk about their new schools expanding. It's not expanding because your science program's doing well. That is a great point because um, I've definitely brought that up to somebody who was complaining to me about, um, an you know, athletes who, who get full rides. Yeah. And they were complaining about how they have to get loans to go to school. And I'm going to give you partial my partial answer. I think NCAA athletes should get paid on top of their um, scholarship money and I told them we're in chemistry class when we we're talking about this no one's coming in your class to see you <laughs> <laughs> see you do an experiment right no one's you know if you're doing by if you're doing pre-med no one's coming to your biology class to see you dissect something nope but you know what and this is in a lot of schools and yes it's football your sport there's a quite a few stadiums in the country that hold a hundred thousand people more than NFL stadiums yes in Division One basketball, there's a lot of schools that have ten plus thousand in the in the arena, who paid to watch this game. Not only that, you have ESPN who is paying to to um, 
paying the NCAA, paying the schools for your school to be on that channel. Not only ESPN, you have Fox, you have CBS. You have a whole lot of different, you have regional stations um, like Raycom Jefferson and things like that, that they're paying the schools just to to, money to show that. Yeah. Right. Straight up money You have um, NBC, which is strictly Notre Dame. Notre Dame Every Saturday, you'll see a Notre Dame football game there. So I think uh, athletes should get paid because of not only the exposure, um, but for the time, like you said, Wes, you, you, um, I don't know if you had to do, or, or you said it, I don't know if you had to do it personally, but I know people who, who uh, changed their major because uh, of the time constraints. I've seen it happen. Terrible majors, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, Just one example of the worst thing you heard. Worst major that you might have heard that someone did just because they wanted to play. Well, not a major. Not, not that they really wanted to do it. Well, not a major change, but just more a class uh, schedule change. It was a guy on our team who remained nameless. He had about 40-something credits to go to graduate, and he was a senior. So he's going to be a super senior. It was already determined. Um, he took pretty much 12 credits the entire time because he's like, I want to focus on football. I'm, and and it's not, it's not, I don't want to sound like a dream killer, but the dude was not going to the league, you know. So take 18 credits, man. Like, just finish it out. You know, he did <laughs> this just, just because he wanted to play for the love of the game. And he still doesn't have his degree right now. So, you know, it's kind of sad. You know, these, they, they've pushed this in your head, like, you know, football, 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 sports, basketball, 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 because they want to bring that money in. And so they have people thinking, okay, this is what I need to do, you know, in order to get to that next level when – in reality, it's only a handful, literally a handful, that get to that point, right. and they still stuck with that. Now, that. Um, I have a question for everyone. Wait, real quick, Wes, do, what, what would you say the main reason is? Why you think you should get paid? Um, the main reason, I mean, I can say from experience, like um, just the day-to-day expenses. Just yeah, you know, the cafeteria right. is not open. No. Right, right. The cafeteria is not open after Ready? practice. Yeah. So let's say, for instance, the cafeteria closes at. At eight thirty, we finish practice at eight. We gotta hustle over there to get the last bit of the meal that's going on. We can only eat once, you know. A lot of times, football and basketball players, you trying to keep the weight on. You can't eat as much as you can because they they closing the cafeteria to kick you out. You don't get money to eat for later, and then you gotta put you know things like putting gas in your car, stuff like that. Um, it's different also from an academic perspective. Like an academic scholarship person, they can still get a job outside of the classes. <laughs> when it comes to um, being an athlete, that is your job. Right. We get, you don't get as many breaks, like winter break. People come, people come home and work during winter break. People come home and work during a uh, summer break. Some people don't go home because of the distance. Exactly. You know, with basketball, with football, with other sports that you have obligations to, you can't, you don't have the opportunity to really get that, that work experience. Right. To get paid for that, um, you know, paid money going to your pockets. And that's the, one of the main, and that's, pro- that hit it on the nail. That's the reason why I agree. You know, real quick, Yannick, so, tell us. So, yeah, so am I gonna be the only one that does not agree? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be that guy. So quiet the whole real quick, time. Real quick, real quick, <laughs> press that button right there. <laughs> real quick, Yannick, tell tell us. What. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna say that the system is perfect. I'm, I'm not gonna be that naive, but the athlete. I mean, you get you get. I know you said the four. For, it's four one-year scholarships, but it's still a full ride, full tuition, full room and board, which if you're talking about universities, we're talking about from Michigan, o- Ohio State, 
USC, I mean, we're talking in the tens of thousands of dollars, um, upwards to hundreds of thousands of dollars that you don't have to pay out of pocket to be in those facilities, to be in those places that you probably would never Yo, been Yo, Wes before. looks like he's about to swing. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I got more. I got more so that we can fight. We will definitely rumble in the parking lot. Mofo, yeah. So, so you're, all, you're already getting these resources. You're getting the, I mean, at our school, we had the academic support center, which I guess everybody got. But then you get the the one-on-one tutoring to help with classes. You're getting probably world-class training for the profession that you want to go into, which is professional athletics um, at these universities. And also at the end of the day, and there's more to it, but I'll say this. College athletes, I think because, like you said, the the system that I had to pay – these athletes will be so complex. I just don't think it would even be worth it because you're getting to so many things. Because at the end of the day, is the market value of the athlete really as high as the college athlete thinks it is? If you really think about it, because you're only for if you're a basketball player, Who's you may only <laughs> you may only be there for only one year if you're a basketball player, and then you're gone to the NBA. Why should somebody pay oogles oogles of, of, of a stipend money to you? For that one year, is your jersey going to be worth that much if you're only going to be there one or two years? I F- think fellas, it's fellas, fellas, all right, one at a time. One <laughs> so at a time. I, I just think the mar- I think the market value. I think I just don't think college athletes really have that big of a market value to say yes, we should be paid. Go ahead, dunk this to, one. To answer the question, <laughs> yes, ahead, dunk this one. One year is a, is enough. If you if you seen what Kentucky, especially Kentucky, has been doing yeah. the past few years. When John Wall was there, if you just think of all the images and that that team that they had that won the that championship, alone, you know, when you, um, a, one year makes a big difference. And if if it comes to it, you know, when it comes to basketball, if you want to go to the NBA, you have to be out of high school for a year. So that pretty much almost forces you to go to college, or that's the the typical. Route I mean, you, you could go. take the you could take the Brandon Jennings route. He went over to where was he at? Italy or something? Oh, yeah. Somewhere. So you do that. You know how much money that's going to take from the NCAA because the NCAA is no longer going to be that attractive for the viewers, for the advertisers, for the TV networks, and anything. That's going to take so much more money out of it, and there's going to be less money going into the schools, less money to to build up the schools. So when it comes to that one year thing, that one year does make a difference. You'll you'll look this year and see the freshman class is coming in. It's a pretty talented class. Yes. How big a deal it's going to be. So if you got to be there for that one year, you got to, I say, pay them for that year. They have to be there. Go ahead, it's Rashawn. not going to be NBA numbers, but pay them somehow. You know, I'd say, get a, like, take a music major, for example. Music majors can find out how marketable they are by doing yeah. gigs outside of what they do at their school. So why can't a football, a basketball, tennis, lacrosse, any marketable college player just go out there and see, hey, well, how much could I get if I, you know, sold a jersey or wrote some autographs, Johnny? You know? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Like, why wouldn't they? I mean, it's okay for one one side of the fence, but it's not okay for the other. And I think a lot of it's because of, I mean, when it comes down to a jealousy, like, you see these people all the time. You don't see music majors when they do their gigs, five gigs a week or seven gigs a week. But you see these in, these college stars on TV, college athletes on TV all the time, and it, it breeds a little contempt on a college campus. Like, people are just, I think, innately uh, envious. I'm not saying, like, you're just mad because I'm an athlete, but you see somebody just out there all the time, you're like, well, why does he need to get more money for what he's doing? Um, let me also say. Let me also say this. Two th- two other things that I have issue with. 
I feel that if athletes get paid, I don't think that really will solve a lot of the issues that we have with the scandals that, that we have going on. Because I still think that it will be that one booster at Alabama that's like, oh, young man, I reckon you run real fast, boy. Here's an extra $200 signing bonus to come sign with us. Don't sign with LSU. Well, Just sign right here and stay in <laughs> here's, here's. I, I, I feel that when you open that up, you open up that can of worms. And you get the football factories that have the money to spend on the best athlete. And it becomes, instead of promoting, like, uh, our history or that we do have this program that you want to do, it's like, we're going to give you the most money. Yeah, we're not saying it's going to cure that problem because it's not. I I mean, that's going to be there regardless. um, It's going to be there regardless. And and really, also for the institutions like Maryland, which is operating in a $10 million deficit, how can they afford to spend money on their athletes. Now, maybe if they cut their terrible coach's salary, they'd have maybe that well. But could they really afford to spend for their athletes? And then do you get into Title IX problems where you may have to pay women's programs because there's some women's programs that do well, maybe only two. Connecticut that do that, that do make Gino. some money. Should, well, should there... <sighs> Because um, I'm sure as soon as you start paying some of the men, some of the women are going to be like, hey, we need to make some money. And they, those programs definitely don't make money. How, how do you rectify that? That's, that's something like it's too much they gotta figure out, I think. Yeah, I think. They, you like, got to put them through all the, all the strains of playing and all the dedication that you have to have to, to be a college athlete. And then the people at the top who are getting paid from it should take the time and break it all down. I think the hardest part is just going to be the parameters of what, yeah, how much exactly. is given. That Because if you say it depends how much you're bringing to the program, that's when it, it's a gray area. So that yeah. the hardest part would probably be the delegating like the what the criteria is for how much you get. That'll probably be the hardest part. Yeah, I, I have an idea and of course it's going to take years of research by a financial ex- expert on this. But for example the ACC makes in basketball well, let's say football, because football really is the big yeah, is the, the big money, one money. In, a, in, a, in America. Let's say um, the SEC makes this amount of money, you know, in revenue, where the schools at the end of the se- season, after their expenses are paid, this is how much the school walked away with. Pretty much all those schools, they're kind of around the same area. Mm. Um then you have schools from, let's say, the MAC conference. They make money, but it might be down here. But I think um, with, with schools, like you said, with the financial expert, will figure out, okay, what is the average of what people are getting in this conference? Like, what, what are they doing? And then you can start from there. Like I said, it's going to take years of research. And let's be real. If... You have a top like like what is the school what is the best school that you got recruited for 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 football and what was the best school you got recruited for for basketball? Probably uh, UMass University of Massachusetts. UMass, okay. UVA. UVA. Okay. Do you realize this is not a personal shot at both of y'all, but UVA is an ACC, not as big as the SEC, so they would probably be paying. A player, if there was a money situ- uh, a way to pay players, they'll be paying a player less than someone who will get paid at Alabama. Yeah. And pretty much that's still how it is. The best right. players will still go where the money is or the best players will go to where the best program is. Same like the NBA. I mean, yeah. 
That's same same as you in UMass. UMass is um uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Atlanta UMass 10. Atlanta ten. It's not the ACC or the Big East. But so that's what I heard one one person said, you know, well, everyone will be running to the same schools. Well, they do that anyway. everyone is still yeah. running Regardless, to the same right. schools because the best player will go to the best school. You won't hear someone who's a five-star athlete uh, go to um, some, FIU. Yeah, or, or <laughs> and FIU is okay, no but they wouldn't, no go, they wouldn't go there or they wouldn't go to um, – um, Connecticut for football, or 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 Lehigh, or something like that. Right. They're gonna go to Alabama. They're gonna go to Texas, USC, uh, Florida, Florida State. They're gonna go to those. So I think, like you said, there's gonna have to be an expert who has looked at financial records for years um, to figure out. Okay, this conference should probably. Okay, everyone could get paid around this price to play in this conference, and. Um, yeah, I think that's what it should be, but that's just I think I think that would actually that would help if you talk about going into the realm of the professional world, because um, you would have to balance out like the the athlete, the student athlete would have to take into equation all the different aspects. Like when you come out of college, like you said, you want to go to the richest pastures. Um, the dream is to go to the NBA. Some people that doesn't work out for you know if you're not the best, you're gonna go overseas. You might try to find somewhere stateside that's still paying for you to go. So. You know, I ended up at a MEAC school. That's not the best of the best. Of course, my ideal situation, I ended up at UNC or Kentucky or something like that. But right. the way the cars work, you know, you're going to go where the best situation is. So the student athlete or the prospect will have to take into account, you know, how much they're getting paid at Kentucky or the SEC schools, how much they're getting paid at the ACC schools. But then again, you also have to think about how far away from home, how good a fit will I be. Right. And yeah. how much playing time you're actually going to. So right. that would just be another equation factor for the prospect going into college. I'm stealing the shine, unfortunately, again. Um, I think another great idea is to maybe have a trust where if you do play, if you do play for us for, um, let's say you do play four years for us, then at the end of the four years, we have this amount of money set aside for you. So a little light at the end of the tunnel type. Yes. Um, in basketball, since this happens a lot, it's a little Sandman, don't you think? Since this happens a lot in basketball, you have one and dones. But if you did play four years, when you graduate or when you finish the four years, there is something for you, where you could say, you know what, I worked hard for this, and we had long nights, blood, sweat, and tears. But hey, there's something after for me. Yeah, we could but, we could talk about this all night. Unfortunately. We should get on early. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> Matt Harvey. We do not have that that <laughs> type of time. I can feel, although I haven't seen her, I can feel Eric looking at me right now. <laughs> Eric, real quick, can we do our memes real quick, Eric? Yeah. So yeah, this has been a um, a great show. We really appreciate you guys coming on. It's it, it, it's one thing if we were sitting here talking about it, but to have two um, NCAA athletes just talk and, about it and their someone experience. who went to Pitt. Right. Oh, yes. right. <laughs> I mean, because we would definitely not be able to afford the uh, best of the best. We'd be getting the minor league. <laughs> real, all right, hit us with those Football. memes. Real Actually, quick. I still think we get the minor league. After these weeks. memes, you guys tell us real quick where we can. Oh, I'm look sorry. Look, you guys up on the I internet. I know the meme is on there, but first meme. Three, uh, Michael Jordan. Two, Kobe. Two, LeBron. Eight, Dwight Howard. Number of championships? No, children. 
Oh. Oh. Dwight Howard has spread his seed. <laughs> Is this true? Yes, if he has eight children. Dwight Howard has eight kids. He's got a dwarf family. Next meme for yeah, us. Next meme. Next meme. It's crazy, man. I thought he was a Jesus freak. Uh, well, he, he, said he, he is. Be fruitful and multiply. Meme number two, Eric, please. <laughs> that awkward moment when your neck has more depth than your team. That is, that is Maurice. His neck, his neck, his thighs, his hips, all of that. Maurice Meme Jones three, drew of the force. Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, he looks like Gollum. <laughs> he, he got a Gimli face. Meme number three. If a hurricane was named A-Rod, it wouldn't hit anything. Except oh. for a needle. <laughs> Sorry, no shade. Needle. Much shade. Much shade. Is there one more? Yeah, there's two more. Oh, two more. Sorry. Number four. If you look closely, you can see a Derrick Rose jersey. Ah, nice. Man, Derrick, he's about to, I just want y'all to know, all these memes, he has them stored up in the queue. My man is about to fry this season. He's about to fry. And our last meme, as I got meme number five. As long as I got you won't see me on the court tonight. In our last meme. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I can't release. Hold on. I got to look at the actual picture. Hold on. Make fun of my what? new hairline now. now haters. Haters. Okay. Yeah, that's just, mullet. yeah, that's pretty gross. Eric, Eric, and you can tell me yes or no, but can we play our bloopers? Yes. Okay. We do have blo- two, two bloopers for you. Uh, and uh, one of them happened this week. The other one happened a couple seasons ago, but it's still funny. And that's why I just I saw it the other day on YouTube, and I said, man, we Blooper have to show Blooper number one. Bohannon the setback. This was his uh, turnover, by the way. <laughs> that is a safety. Gino, <laughs> Gino Smith? Yes, yes Gino. <laughs> That's going to be your starting quarterback of the New York Jets week one. <laughs> New York, shout out to Nicholas Vernon. I'm sure he's watching. Please, New Nick, York Jets fan. Nicholas, you got to come down sometime. That's probably your starting quarterback. 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 Maybe a quarterback. <laughs> the way he's playing. Due <laughs> Just to the look fact real that quick. Eric Sanchez got Mark. In a, Mark. I mean, Mark. It doesn't matter what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> At least he realized, oh, man, I'm, I'm really about to step out of bounds. I got to throw yeah, the ball away. Gino, not like Dan. No heads up football for him. Not like Dan Orlowski, who ran just no, like yards. No field awareness. <laughs> and blooper number two. <laughs> Wes, what is that? Crab dribble. Crab dribble. <laughs> yes. Look, look at his face. Look at his face. Look at his face. <laughs> yes. Just watching yeah, here. So you went back, now watch he it. took four. No, it's four. He hopped five. <laughs> <laughs> he gets away. He did a self pass. That's the one out of we, 99 we times you didn't get caught. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Wizards needed that call six years yes. ago. Yes. I was at that game. I don't want to talk about that. I was at that game. Arenas would be upsetting young citizens, saving young kittens in the tree instead of. <laughs> and I don't even curse. Once again, Wes, Rashawn, really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Thanks, yes. man. Um, let everybody know where they can find you. Keep up to date with what you got going on, real quick. Um, you know, I'm on all the social networks. You can look me up on Facebook, Wes Dunning. I'm on Twitter, uh, WesD520. 
And Instagram, same name, W-E-S. Westy520, got it. And we'll, and we'll tweet their handles later on tonight. Rashawn? Uh, you can find me at Rashawn's Tweets and Twitter and Rashawn's Picks on Instagram. And we'll R-I-C-H-A-N-S. Yes, of course, we have Yannick in the building. Rike's here. I'm here. Eric, it was great to have you. Eric, thank you for the extra time. As usual, everyone have a great week. And until next time, sports reality. Peace.